0: Hello my friends, welcome. This is the Joe Martino Show. Today I wanna talk to you about what happens when we get to the holidays and we don't like them. What are some strategies to help us have a better holiday experience? Let's kick it off. This is the Joe Martino Show. You're listening to the Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, hello. Welcome. My name is Joe. Uh, If you're new to this, welcome. This is The Joe Martino Show. This week's podcast is going up late. I had it done, recorded, set up to go, and there's something wrong with the audio, which I can't figure out how to fix. So I'm just going to make a brand new episode. A day late. Which is better than being a dollar short? I think my mom used to say something like that. Let's talk about Christmas. I got quite a few emails about the season, about Christmas, about people. It was funny. I got an email from one person who's like, "I don't like the season. I hate this time of year." The very next email is from a person who says, "I don't understand people who don't like this time of year. Help me understand them." So I'm going to try to do both. There are a lot of things to consider around the holidays. You know, there are times. First of all, uh, I was walking today and it was so cold. I walked from the gym to my truck, and I have a bigger truck, so I have to park further away. Uh, quite frankly, whoever laid out the parking lot at the gym where I work out uh, should have their crayons taken away from them and not be allowed to design another parking lot ever again. Well, so Joe, what does that have to do with people who don't like this time of year? Well, one of the things is, is we'll see a spike in you know people who have uh, more depressive episodes, more anxiety episodes, as we get into the colder weather, we lose sunlight, it's dark quicker, it's colder. A lot of people, the cold uh, affects certain, especially as you start to talk about middle age, uh, the cold affects joints and injuries and scars differently. Uh, unfortunately, even in, in our area here, homicides are up this time of year because people we don't have the natural things that help us to cope a little bit better with disappointment. On top of that, there are a lot of people who don't like the holidays because they're missing people. Someone they love isn't here this year. Sad about that. And that's okay. Like that's one of the things that we have to embrace. Honestly, there's always a time around this time of year that I go through some melancholy because I miss my mom. She loved Christmas. She would bake and cook and I mean, it was a production. And there were gifts, of course, and all of those things. And, and I miss her. She's been gone 17 years, and I miss her. Even today, even this Christmas, I will miss her. I will sit, and I will watch my children open gifts, and I will lament that my mom isn't here. Now, there are other people, their children aren't here. Their spouses aren't here. Maybe they went through a divorce Maybe their husband, their wife committed suicide. Maybe their child died in the war. Maybe their child died in a tragic car wreck. Maybe their child died of an overdose or something along those lines. But the grief that they're carrying is felt most acutely around holidays. For some people. For some people, holidays don't matter at all. But there are a lot of people, there is a lot of pressure to feel something nostalgic around the holidays. I knew a person who was sexually assaulted when they were a child over the holidays. Their father walked in and said, I have your Christmas gift and proceeded to sexually assault them. That is going to leave a lasting psychological impression on you around the holidays. There are these people out there that we live with, that we walk with, that we talk to, that we rub shoulders with, who they're going through a lot of emotional pain. They've been through physical trauma. They've been through mental and emotional trauma. And Christmas brings those pains up. It brings up those reminders. Now, Christmas and New Year's is a great time for new beginnings, for for remembering the old and all of those things. We're going to talk about that next week. But one of the things that we have to... Actually, we're going to talk about that in two weeks. I apologize. One of the things that we have to consider is the reality that not everyone is walking into a holiday season with the same experiences that we are. And so if they're not overly happy, if they're sad, that's fine. That doesn't mean that you can't be. That doesn't mean that uh, you can't enjoy it. It just means that you're going to have to be aware of it. I think this is a little bit indicative of a bigger problem in our society. We expect everyone to be exactly like us. And at the same time, we expect diversity. I don't really know how that works. I was talking to somebody the other day. This is going to feel really ADHD, but but just hang on with me for a minute. I was talking to someone the other day about how I want to start a mental hospital. I've not hidden that from anyone. I talk about it as often as I can, hoping that someday somebody's going to be like, hey, I'd love to partner with you to do that. got to talking about how there is a movement to distance the idea of mental illness from mass shooters. So far as NPR ran a, an article, and I think they had a show. I don't listen to NPR. I feel like it's the Fox News for my liberal friends, uh, where, where Fox News is Fox News for my conservative friends. I don't listen to either. Uh, but but NPR ran an article that I actually put up about how the decline of mental hospitals has increased mental illness. I looked at a book today. Did you know that mental illness has quadrupled in the last thirty years? The number of people who are mentally who are a permanent on permanent disability because of mental illness, and NPR is taking umbrage with the idea that mental illness is related to mass shootings, and there's this really powerful phrase in the middle of it where one of, a a therapist says, we have to be careful not to spread stigma, which I agree with, but I mean, who in their right mind goes on a shooting rampage? No one. In fact, almost all of the, the most recent mass shooters that I can think of, all had diagnosed mental illness. Now, the vast majority of people with mental illness will never go on a, on a mass shooting. But see, we have to live in tension there. We have to be able to say, that's true. The vast majority of people who have mental illness will never go on a mass shooting. But some will. There used to be this myth. In fact, uh, I have a very good friend who said it in public one time, and I like almost came unglued in my seat. I had to walk up to the person afterwards and be like, look, I love you, dude, but this isn't true. That... Most of this, there used to be this statement that most abu- most abused people would become abusers, and that just isn't true. That's false. That's not accurate. But almost all abusers were abused. That's a true statement. And we have to live in that tension. Well, Joe, what does this have to do with Christmas? It has a lot of things to do with Christmas because you can have a friend that is like, "Oh, I am not excited about Christmas." And it would even be polite of you to maybe uh, mute your excitement a little bit around them. And at the same time, you can totally embrace your love and enjoyment of the season. That's totally okay. But there will be tension there, and it's okay. Hopefully by now, my long-term listeners, people who have hung out with me, you know I am all about living in the tension. We need to find a way to grieve with those who grieve, to mourn with those who mourn, and to rejoice with those who rejoice. And it isn't like the person who's rejoicing has to learn how to mourn with those who mourn, and the person who's mourning doesn't have to learn how to rejoice with the rejoicer. It's both and. We have to learn how to do both. How do we rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn? We accept the fact that there is uh, diversity in our experiences. There is diversity in how we approach our, our experiences and our interpretations of those experiences. So, so the first group of people, they just don't like the holidays because bad things have happened to them. Well, not the first group, but the first group that I'm talking about today. Bad things have happened to them and they are just struggling to deal with it. And that's okay. There are other people like man, this is the greatest time of year. Awesome. Love that moment. Then there's another group of people who don't like this type of year because they're worried about what other people think of them. They're worried about the number of presents they're gonna be able to get their kids. And, and they've really bought into the commercialism of this holiday. I realize it's dangerous to just use two broad brushes. But essentially, that's what I'm going to do today is we're just using two broad brushes. There are people who are grieving and there are people who are caught up in the consumerism. People caught up in the consumerism, that's a much easier fix. But the reality is I want to give a few tips that I think will help both people. If you're in the grieving category, grieve. It's okay to grieve. But do something with the grief. In other words, you can sit with it and ignore it, or you can sit with it and process it. I'd encourage you to sit with it and process it. If you're grieving someone, maybe write them a letter. Fold the letter up and hang it on your tree. If you're grieving someone or something, go and volunteer at one of the local places and help other people out. When we are able to take our focus off of ourselves and move it outward, we're often able to help our own depression, our own anxiety, our own outlook that is causing us distress. Time between Christmas and New Year's, I will sit outside, regardless of how cold it is, in a chair. And I will just reflect on the times that I had with my mom that I enjoyed. Find some way to incorporate remembering that person into your holiday. It's okay. So I literally, I just sit outside And I listen to the silence. We're fortunate to live out in the middle of nowhere, which I love. I know a lot of my friends are like, oh, that sounds scary. But we love it. Dirt roads, right? And if there's snow, it's kind of a muted sound. And I sit there and I just revisit some of my fondest memories with my mom. And I grieve her not being here. And it's okay. It's good. So find some way to incorporate them in there. Maybe you write them a letter. Maybe you volunteer. Well, why, why does that? How does that incorporate them? Well... You're doing something that is good for you, good for people around you, good for your community, and probably the person that you are uh, lamenting, the person that you are missing, the person who is not here with you right now, that is something that they would appreciate, right? Because you're doing something that is bigger than you. It, It surpasses you. It transcends your grief. And at the same time, you don't have to hide. I would suggest that you just you don't have to hide your grief. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be just okay. It's okay to be tired. It's okay to be wore out. Now, for the person that is is does not like Christmas because of the consumerism of it and you feel the pressure to get gifts and to make those gifts extravagant, don't. I know like that sounds almost too simple. The idea is that you have to recognize is the reality that you'll just never catch up there. Take a few moments to just enjoy the season, to just sit back and relax. I know people who just run every weekend from one party to another to another to another. Like, to quote Nancy Reagan, just say no. Some of you don't even know who Nancy Reagan was, but that's okay. Just say no. Just stop. You don't have to go to every Christmas party. You don't have to... Buy the greatest and the newest gifts. Find a way to invest in relationships, which then brings us back to the advice that I had for the people who are grieving. Maybe write a letter to somebody who really blessed your life this year. Somebody that really uh, did something that moved you in a positive way, that brought you help. Just write them a letter, thanking them for that. Maybe someone has been become a friend to you this year and has walked with you through some really hard things. Write that person a letter. Thank them. Tell them how much you appreciate their friendship. Invest in people. Go out and and volunteer. Go do something. And, And, you know, one of the things that always amazes me is I find so many people who are so cynical about those people over there not doing anything. But when I really push, the cynical person isn't doing anything either. And as you know, the people over there are on my square. What I do is on my circle. So I can volunteer my time. I can, I can help other people. I can write letters of gratitude. I can send cards of thankfulness. Uh, someone was lamenting to me yesterday. They spend $40 in cards, Christmas cards, and $40 in stamps. $80. Bucks. Then don't send the cards, dude. Why do you send the cards? Sit down and spend some time chasing why you do whatever it is you're doing and especially why you do whatever it is you're doing that's causing you distress and dislike. Why, why do you do that? What's going on? What is moving you to do that? What's the payoff? How are you investing in other people? How are you investing in things that are bigger than you? Uh, come up with some sort of system for gifts. You know, there's the one thing you need, one thing you want, one thing you read, one thing you wear, I think. I don't know what it is. You want to go buy a trunk load of gifts? Go ahead. It doesn't matter. I want you to answer the why. Because this is a great time of the year. I love this time of year. Uh, And yet it's it's stressful for business owners. Almost all my business owner friends know this is a very stressful time of year. And year of end, you know, bills are due, taxes. But not only that, you have two weeks where, like, this year there's just a whole day of work that's just taken out of the work week. And and two evenings. So essentially three full days worth of work just gone. And and that is can be very stressful for some of my fellow business owners. And hopefully, you know, they prepare for that and they prep for it over the year. But that's going to bring stress. It's okay. What are you doing and why? So are you are, are you encouraging other people? If your focus, here's the danger when we are caught in a season that we don't like, our focus tends to come in to be just on us. And this new self love, not that self love is new, it just drives me nuts. The things I see, you know, good self love is thinking of yourself first. I don't think we actually need more people that think of themselves first. We need people who think of themselves in a balanced way and others in a balanced way. So, you know if if you have a family tradition that brings you a lot of anxiety sit down and discuss why are we doing this why am i doing this what is it that's supposed to come out of this and why is it causing me so much anxiety how do i move my focus to be balanced between making sure that i'm doing healthy things and helping other people and reaching a hand out to other people and being generous if you're in this season and you're thinking about suicide, please don't do that. The Suicide Hotline, I believe that number is 1-800-273-8255. Call our office, set up an appointment if you're local, get in for some therapy. Uh, Suicides do spike this time of year because people feel hopeless, they feel alone. Get in and talk to someone. Get in and get the help that I believe will help you move past wanting to take your own life. If you do not live local, call that suicide prevention hotline. They'll be able to hook you up with a counselor in your area. To paraphrase poor Charles Dickens, this is a time of year that is at once both the best of times and the worst of times. It's really hard for a lot of people because they don't feel like they're loved. They're regretting life decisions. They're regretting broken relationships. They're regretting lost relationships. They're reminded of traumas. And then there are other people who are like, man, this is awesome. And that's okay. We just have to come to the place where we come with a more balanced view of ourselves and other people. If you need help, please call, please call 616-481-3784. That's our office line. Uh, Someone there will be able to get you an appointment. If you're not local, that number again for the Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. If you're just not in the Christmas spirit this year, that's okay. But I would encourage you to do one thing. Actually, I'd encourage you to do a couple things. Sit down and make out a list of all the things you're thankful for. Make out a list of all the things that were good in your life just this year. And then write one or two letters to people who have blessed you in some way, who have brought happiness to you in some way who you appreciate their relationship who have done something in some way that has helped you most of the time when they do studies they find that that the person who is happier doesn't actually have better circumstances they just have a filter for looking for the better things because happiness is a choice thanks so much for listening if you're still looking for that last minute christmas gift I might I recommend my book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. It is available wherever fine books are sold. There There is a Kindle version as well. Uh, You can swing by one of our offices and get a signed copy as well. And from now until Christmas Eve, if you come to the Lowell office when I'm here, which is Wednesdays and Thursdays, or you call ahead uh, and tell me who to make out the inscription to, I will actually write an inscription in the book for you to give to your loved one. A good resource there for you on how to build emotional security in your relationships. Next week, we're going to talk about, I'm not sure, to be honest with you, I have one recorded, uh, but I'm actually considering recording something else and throwing that down next week. And then uh, Christmas Eve Day and New Year's Eve Day, we're going to talk about remembering new beginnings and the power of setting goals for the year and approaching... Uh, our year with intentionality thanks so much for listening if you found value in this please share it with your friends we'll catch you next time thanks for listening if you enjoyed today's show please share with a friend and hey give us that rating in your podcast store until next time change possible